0: Welcome to the Warrior Women Project podcast, helping you become a warrior woman, sort your shit, and find better balance in your life. So, welcome to another episode of the Warrior Women Project podcast. Today, I have Laura McGuinness with me, who is from the Glasgow Girls Club. And I met through social media, as I do with so many of my guests, and I've had the privilege of meeting in real life before this today, Absolutely. and she is in the living room with me today with a little, little haggis. Hello. <laughs> hello haggis. She's <laughs> like, hi. <laughs> so, introduce yourself to the listeners and tell us a little bit more about what you do. Okay,
1: well, hello very much, guys. Um I am Laura McGuinness. I have been in the marketing industry for 10 years now, and it just recently, at the beginning of this year, I decided to take the decision to focus on being my own boss, I turned 30 last year, so that was like an almost like a moment of epiphany for me, I was thinking to myself, right, if you're going to be your own boss, this is the time to do it, I don't have a family, so I thought, go for it. So two years prior, I had an idea about a Facebook group, um, which would essentially bring women in Glasgow together, I felt there was quite a gap in the market for women to connect with each other i met so many women that were similar or were looking for people who, you know, could help them and grow. Uh, so that's where the Glasgow Girls Club came about. Um, so the mantra is to encourage women in Glasgow and the surrounding areas to grow and glow, both professionally and personally. So to this day, it has about seven point seven thousand members. Wow. So it's getting, getting um, really big, which I'm absolutely delighted about. Yeah. I've had some great feedback on the group as well. So I thought to myself, right, that is a business model, which I can finish up my job and start to grow. So yep. previously I was at Fake Bake. I was the marketing manager there. So that 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 was a great job for me, got me lots of good connections, but yep. it wasn't really kind of sort of firing up my soul, if you like. <laughs> so I left there and started with some marketing clients to keep me going whilst I grow the Glasgow Girls Club.
0: Yep, that's amazing, because I think I joined maybe a year ago and it was just about 5,000 Yeah, so it's really... It's like gone in the last
1: it's coming on yeah Yeah, I'm really I'm hopeful that people I think a lot of people maybe don't know that it's really inclusive the group so I'm happy for ladies in Glasgow to add any ladies in Glasgow and the surrounding areas of course you know it's not just for business people it's for uh, B2C as well for for just uh, ladies who aren't in business or maybe just so yeah, I am
0: totally inclusive and the more the merrier really is, yep. is the idea. Yes, I'm a member or I have, was a member of quite a lot of groups on Facebook and yep. there's so many of them are either just pitching all the time, yes. sell, sell, sell yep. or there's a negative vibe about it or it's one person just shows up all the time. But I find in that group, There's loads of people and it's different things. Some people will pitch in with a problem. Some people will pitch in wanting help with something or somebody's offering to reach out. That's that's what what I want. I
1: don't want any negativity in Mm. the group. So I want, obviously, girls recommending things, but I wouldn't want there to be negativity as such because I do really want it to be a happy place. I don't want people to feel, oh, am I going to get like trolled or anything in this group because I would literally just delete anyone that even thought about doing that. That's just, no, totally not. And I have heard of a few groups that it becomes a witch hunt for different things. Mm. And for me, that would give me anxiety to see that happening in that group. (laughs) I would be like, great guys, sort it out. Um, So yeah, I just hopefully it does help people. Um, Businesses can promote once a week and I don't have a set date. Um, on it that's maybe something I might look to do mm-hmm. uh, but at the moment they can promote once a week and it can be whatever day that they that they choose maybe yeah. I know that people are busy so that's the kind of idea I thought you know if someone's really busy on a Monday and that's the day they might miss it so yeah. whereas if it's kind of open all week they can decide when yeah. Um and it's trying to encourage businesses as well to make the most of that post so rather than just sharing their Facebook page it's like you know if you're a you know, you do nails, for yep. example. Why don't you do your top five looks of the week and post your pictures rather than... So it's it's trying to, with the marketing experience I've got, I've tried yep. to kind of encourage um, just ladies to make
0: the most of yeah. it. I think sometimes if you've got a set day for people to promote, it gets lost in the feed because... Everybody promotes on that day because it's yeah. promotion day, and then it's like, oh, there's there's, there's too, too much, much. there's and too much. You don't necessarily know what you're looking for. Yeah. Whereas if you happen to be on the group and somebody posts about their nails or somebody posts about their spray tans or whatever it yeah. is, and you're like, oh. I see that, yes, I might need totally. that, I'll take note of who they are or I'll add them as a friend or follow yep. their page or whatever and it's a wee bit easier. A wee bit easier, so yeah, exactly. It way, so
1: yeah. so it's making it user friendly is yeah. kind of like a focus for me because not a lot of people know that you can use the search bar just to search for... Yeah, within the group. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So if it's you know insurance that you're looking to find out about or if it's nails or if it's... You can actually just search that and then all the different companies or ladies that have posted it comes up Um, I'm trying to sort of use more of the different features. So Facebook are really good at making their groups, the group admin be able to make a community of their their group. So they add things like files. So I want to start making more use of that. So it's like a directory. Um, And then long term, the plan this year is to launch a website. Uh, A few people, I get a lot of great feedback from women in the group and a few people had messaged to say, you know, I feel as if sometimes I miss stuff, mm-hmm. like they, they, they like it, but so I thought to myself, Do you know, this could be taken to a place where information is readily available right there on our website. Yep. So I'm going to launch a member's website this year. Um, there will be a fee of about £35 to join it for an annual fee. Yep. A proportion of that will go to Social Bite, which is a charity that I feel mm. really passionately yep. about. Um. And yeah, and then through that fee, the ladies will have access to you know 50% of big workshops that we're doing, free events, invites to openings, exclusive openings. They'll have exclusive deals in the city, access to directories, access to a magazine, a blog, a podcast. So there'll be lots of different things. So hopefully, it'll be a good worthwhile thing for girls to get involved in. But again, just creating that feeling of community. Mm-hmm. But for the Facebook group, because I'm well aware that there's some women that won't want to sort of take it to that next yeah. level. So I will maintain the Facebook group as it is yeah. and keep making it better because I don't think it's fair to ask for money. And when people don't pay, they lose they pay the price. benefits. Yeah. So that won't happen. So the Glasgow Girls Club Facebook group will just continue to grow.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you've got a spin-off group within that, the Glasgow Girls Club Book Geeks. Yes. Which I am loving. <laughs> yes, and you are a
1: very great part of Book Geeks. I am very grateful for you, the Book Geek
0: chat. <laughs> <laughs> what inspired that That little sides.
1: So thing? I have always been a Book Geek. Yeah. I have just... Reading has been something that has just been a massive part of my life and I feel that... You learn so much from reading. So only recently, maybe a couple of years ago, I was introduced to The Secret, which yep. is obviously so well known. And that was almost like a wee stepping stone for me into this self-help category. Yeah. And I know there's, like, there was a lot of stigma around that, but now I think the UK are embracing it. Yeah. Where the US were like massive pioneers and now the UK are taking it on board. So I thought to myself, let's do a um, book club, because I would love to chat about books. Yep. But maybe focus it even just for the first year on self development, so that the women that are in it and that are reading the books are learning as well. Yes. So that was the kind of logic around it. It's um the the girls involved. There's a, a lot like yourself that really do get involved. But as with most groups, I think there's a lot of ladies that maybe read and then just look at what people are saying. Yep. And that's fine as well. You don't need to be someone that's really vocal. But hopefully it helps, and hopefully people are getting access to books like your your book. That they might not have thought about, they might not have seen. Yeah. Whereas this group is like, right, guys, read this because it's good,
0: and then we'll all learn yeah. and we'll talk about and it and discuss it. Yeah, yeah. So many times you read a book Ooh. and you're like, oh, I guess it's got something me you had. I guess. <laughs> I guess <it's> <laughs> <me."> <laughs> no. She's like, yes, get it. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you're not my first dog guest. Oh <laughs> god, Aggie. Charlie beat you to it on the class oh. podcast. Oh, there we go. But or it's always go go was cool. seasoned. I know. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've read so many books in the past where I've read them and I've been like, "Oh, that was brilliant." And then I pass it to somebody and I want them to read it so that we can talk, talk about, about, about it. it. And it's like. And then, like, I'll give it to my mom or to a friend or something. Have you read that book yet? No, not yet. I know. I just, oh, come on! <laughs> because you
1: want to talk about it, and yeah, you learn more as well when yep. you talk about things because someone else has got an idea that differs from yours, and then it's like a light bulb moment for you, yep. and you're like, I never seen it in that yeah. that light. So, well, that's what I want to do. But I want to make them more. So at the moment, it's a digital book club. It's in the yeah. Facebook group, but. We do have three authors in the group, yourself, Leah and Christine, that are Glasgow girls, yep. so we're going to do meetups and then get a lot of the girls just out meeting each other, yep. learning from the authors, maybe learning how to start their own book, maybe they've always had an idea but they've never followed it through, yep. so hopefully that will be a wee spur on to show you know look these ladies have done it yeah like you can do it yeah I um so. so that that's going to be great i'm excited for that and that's a, i only got one higher at school so it's oh, definitely possible it you don't need you <laughs> don't need that do you it's just what you focus yeah. on when you come yeah. out so yeah. and you're your testament to that know <laughs> no, i've got I, I i've got a few but i've got no common sense like you would never know like my friend said to me like how did you do
0: that and I'm like, even I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I think my common sense is probably higher than the intellect side of it. And then, well, certainly when I was younger anyway, now it's kind of switched. <laughs> well, there you and go. I'm was was becoming a book geek less common sense.
1: <laughs> maybe you can only really be one or the other. Maybe. I
0: know. maybe, maybe your brain's
1: just like, no, focus on one thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you mentioned earlier on there about the social bite Yes. And you've done a lot of work for the social bite over the last sort of year. Yeah, social
1: bite. So when I was at, um, I first really came into contact with them when they did the It Is On £5 Christmas dinner. So that was a couple of years ago. And I said to fake bake um, at the time, and then my boss, uh, who's a very inspirational woman, had said, let's do a campaign. She wanted to feed the homeless as well. She was like, let's do a campaign whereby all the sales of our top seller this month, £5 of each sale will go to social Socialbite. So we did that. That was great. Uh, And then more recently, they did the sleep out last year. So I heard about that and I just thought, oh, my God. I mean, it was like 7,000 people sleeping out rough so that you actually got to experience what it's like to be a rough sleeper in December in Edinburgh. So optimum crap weather conditions <laughs>
0: uh, I was like the coldest night I was minus I 7 honestly yeah. I
1: was worried for my dad because he was just he's in his 60s credit to him he's a stubborn man he did it yeah. I was shaking his pulse but uh, <laughs> honestly and it, that was incredible and they raised millions from doing that yeah. so I met with um, Social Bite a couple of weeks ago Alice from Social Bite who co-owns it with Josh and uh, did a interview with her so next Tuesday I'm going to the, the village that they're creating from the money from the sleep out. Amazing. So they're creating a village for, I think it's like 10 people. It's, it's not a lot because obviously the, the fund, they need more yeah. they need more funding. So I'm going to go and see that. And that's, they're just an inspirational bunch where yeah. they just want to help people. And I think there's a lot of stigma around homelessness sometimes, yeah. especially for people who are maybe... I don't know. Have a certain point of view, yeah. uh, so people think you know it's all you know people that have had addictions and people who haven't had addictions blame the people that have got addictions because they don't know what it's like, and th- that's a very uh, weird view of it in my opinion because I feel that some people are just dealt a shit hand. Like yeah. you just stuff. You know, through growing up, maybe you've not had the best parents, you've never had the best opportunities, and circumstance lead you to that position. So I think these people are deservant of the help, you know, that you can get. And people, if we're privileged, which we are, if you've got a roof over your head, you should be doing And for Glasgow as well, I mean, you don't want to be walking by someone in the street who's on their knees. That's like, that shouldn't be happening in this day and age. So... No, that's why I do wholeheartedly support them, and I'm like, right, let's just, and it's social issues to deal with as well, not just homelessness, yeah. so I'm thinking, God, if you can really
0: help everyone, then that's how society will grow. Yeah, definitely, it's definitely a big move from that, and I think some of what you do in the Glasgow Girls Club is that as well, it's... Making that connection, making that community, and if when you're putting that influence into that group, it's inspiring other people like myself to go and do a little bit more. I want to do a little bit more. Yeah, Imagine that's brilliant. Giving the guy sitting outside the shop a couple of pounds, if you've got yes. it in your pocket, and or offering to go and buy them if you have not got yeah. any change, go and buy them a tea or a coffee yeah. or a sandwich or something on your card. Oh my god, absolutely! It's it's, that's they're it, so grateful. They for are it. so
1: grateful, and that's what they say that social bite as well. You know, these people feel dehumanized because no one's talking to them and people are like oh but whereas if like, you do go up and you say like are you okay like yeah. are you like i'm gonna go and get a coffee do you want one and or even like we took our sleeping bags and stuff and gave them to people yeah and then even around about glasgow because haggis who's with us at the moment is a fussy fussy eater yeah. and she actually shouldn't she's not allowed to have a real mix of treats but she always gets hundreds of treats at christmas so we take all that out as well and give them out because most rough sleepers aren't allowed their dogs in shelters, and yeah. that's and they pick their dogs over a roof over their head because they love them so much. Yeah. So, I think even just doing stuff like that, like just you know, you you maybe got stuff in your cupboards that you're like, I'm
0: never gonna eat that. Why is that there? Take it out and give it to someone yeah. that you could really be doing yeah. with it. Places and if it's like tins and stuff like that, you've got the food bins in the supermarkets for the oh exactly. Places like the Wayside Club, yeah, or, or the, um, what do you call them, Salvation Army, yeah, Italy, totally. Go and to contact them. Yeah,
1: hand some stuff. Just give to them. back. Yeah, give yeah, back. The mind. more you give, I mean, it's obviously you don't give to get back, but yep. if you're if you're a generous person in life and you're kind and giving, you generally get generosity and kindness back to you. Yep. So.
0: It's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah. It's along... When you've mentioned the secret earlier, it's kind of along the lines of that law of attraction. Yeah. What you put out, you get back. Yeah. What you see, you see. Exactly. What you see, you see. Yeah. That sort of thing. So if you're a negative, hostile person, you're going to get negativity, hostility back. Oh, of course. And if you give love and kindness out, you're going you to get, get love it back. And kindness back. You get it back. Because
1: you know how it feels like if you're in a situation and someone walks into that situation and they've got a bad energy. Like, yeah. you can feel it like the minute and for me I think I take on people's I'm I'm quite sensitive to to that side of things so if someone comes at me with like a negative energy I feel myself feeling very oh god I feel like I'm so I need to take myself away from that situation and it is just learning to do that because that's only recently like if I was in like a Different jobs, or even like when my mum's stressed out. Yeah, my mum's stressed out, and she's talking to me. Then I can feel myself getting stressed out. I'm yep. like, oh no, I need to. I need to <laughs> just keep myself on a level playing field, London. Yeah, you are stressing
0: me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think some people are so. Some people are very like that. They they feel other people's pain, and they and it kind of absorbs into them. Yes, I'm one of these people. That's maybe a little bit cold, almost. I would say because oh, I can see. Not- I can see some of these discomfort or pain but I don't let myself take that on see that's I'm good I'm like right let's, let's what sit what can and you do I've, yeah. I can sort of almost put a barrier between it of I see you I feel you but I'm not going to take it on for myself that's I think, good I don't know if that can be just a personality thing rather than something that you can necessarily learn to be yeah I know it's like I've, I've always had that sort of distance see that's, that's good
1: but that's that and that is what you need you do need to have that yeah. especially in some like when I spoke to Alice at social bite she has to obviously deal with some horrendous things yeah. but I know that I couldn't do her job like because yeah. I, I would end up just being like right everybody back to mine <laughs> like I can't and you can't that you, yeah, can't, you can't live do like her, that yeah. you can't yeah. that's not that's not helping these people because yeah. they need to learn to stand on their own two feet but so yeah, it is just different personalities, and yeah, that is very much so Another positive of the Glasgow Girls Club because it brings the different personalities yeah. together, and and it is. It's just when you when you start to you're growing up, you're meeting different
0: people. It's yeah. how how to deal with different people. Yeah, and I think self awareness is massive because if you know who you are and the type of person you are, you can deal with situations much yeah. much easier. Like you you've created that awareness that you know now you need to step away from the situation yes. because you'll otherwise you'll end up. In that stress state or yeah. in that depressed state, or whatever yes. it is, yeah. Whereas for somebody like myself, I'm aware that I can be in a situation that other people might feel a little bit tougher and still be able to walk away from it. See, that's good because you'll have people
1: that really do seek help from you, yes, because you like so and you motivate them and you inspire them, so you absolutely like credit yeah. to you, you need to be like that, or yeah. else if
0: you had. That, a basket
1: yeah I know you'd be sitting here
0: at night like with all <laughs> these different emotions going through yeah. like <laughs> yeah. and everybody that you see one week they can be dancing on top of the roofs and the next week it's like oh my god the whole world's caving in on me yeah and that's I want to be able to try and help people find the level the, their level and understand who they are so they know how to deal with it rather yes. than saying you just need to pick yourself up and dust yourself no. off because I've got one I've got several clients and they all have different, some of them have got anxiety, some of them have got depression. Yep. And some of them are just very middle lane and know how to deal with life. Yep. And when they come in and it's like, right, I need to listen to see what it is you want. Yes. I ask people. Okay, yeah, like, of course. Yeah. What is it you need from me? Yep. Is it just somebody to listen? Is it a hug? Yes. Is it a solution to the problem? Okay. Because if somebody's trying to deal with something, you're going along and saying, this is how you fix it isn't any use no because you're not getting to to the root of what
1: the the issue is and maybe they don't know yet so you speaking to you will help them sort of analyze right okay actually this is what i need you for yeah and then obviously that'll be a successful case
0: then if it's like that because one one of my clients had said in fact two of my clients have said this week that when they're dealing with stuff sometimes they just need to be by themselves and be alone but as soon as they say that to a boss or to somebody else, they're like, "No, you have to just, you have to stop wallowing." And it's like sometimes you do just need a little bit yeah. of time to process while you work out what it is you're going and you're not yes. necessarily on a spiral. No, down and out of here. No, you're just in a space of I need a little bit of me time. Yep. to recharge.
1: Definitely. Yeah. I know it's hard if you don't have someone who understands that as well. But you can't be like obviously human nature. You try mm-hmm. to be as positive. As you can, but yeah. sometimes it can just depend on can depend on a whole number of things. But I used to be a lot more negative than I am now, so I do mm-hmm. work on so that. Yeah, I... But it's it's credit to you if you can pull yourself out of it. Yeah. So if you're thinking, sitting thinking to yourself, I guess just licking your pillow randomly. <laughs> um, if you're sitting thinking to yourself, oh, that's not going to go right, and that's not going to go right. It's actually been like right. You're just you've got a wee pity part of yourself just now. Yeah. Pull yourself out of it, and that's hard to do. But when you master that, that should be celebrated yeah, as well, rather than power. singling yourself for being negative. Like, oh, I shouldn't be negative, but it's like, no, just stop, take yourself out of it, and then applaud yourself for taking yeah. yourself out
0: of it. Yes, yeah, I used to be really cynical, like snap. Usually cynical, very angry with the world. My mom says that I, I was like a very angry teenager. <laughs> <laughs> I blame the school system, but <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, <laughs> it's like you made me go to school, and I didn't want to be there.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I bet but you so many I was people at school. It was like, yeah, life's fine.
1: Actually, <laughs> I know, but you find that so many people school isn't for them. Yeah, and then that when they leave, that's when they flourish. Yeah, so it is. I know it's. it's you don't. I mean, what's the solution to that? Is it just maybe? I mean, is there a solution? It's so hard. Yeah. Society's got their way of working it, and they, yeah. everyone gets forced down that way, don't
0: they? Yeah. It's fitting all the all the different shaped pegs through the one yes. round hole. I know. And, and
1: hammering it.
0: And
1: <laughs> Jen's a- like, "No, like a star.
0: <laughs> you can't make me." Yeah, you can. <laughs> oh. They did kind of make me, but I just didn't listen. <laughs> you're quite right, but look how good you're doing now. So. Yeah. that's testament to that I think if you're told often enough that your head's in the clouds are full of broken biscuits eventually you go yeah it is and that's okay yeah <laughs> thanks thank you <laughs> I agree with that <laughs> so you, when did you say you turned 30
1: so I turned 30 last year yeah. so 31 this year yep yeah. February so I and sometimes it, forget now, you're t- I think the minute you turn 30, it's almost like you want to forget.
0: <laughs> I don't know, I'm going to be 40 in February. So. <coughs> oh my God, you
1: don't look it. Oh my God. Like, bit of what you're doing. I'm looking doing.
0: forward to being 40. That's, that's good, that's like, good. You've got this decade, like I love loved turning 30. So many people I know were like, oh my God, I don't want to turn 30. I turned 30 and loved it because it was like, there was a line drawn under my 20s. Yes, okay. And it was like... This is the new, new chapter. This is the new right. chapter. I'm gonna do different stuff. And when I turned 30, I actually lived in Australia and I was planning on moving back home anyway. Right. Okay. So okay. Was like I'm gonna do all this stuff. Yeah. And that's when I changed my career into healthy fitness. Brilliant. So for me, there was that change changing for yourself. You decided you were gonna stop yes. working for other people and start working for uh-huh. Yeah. So I guess you're right. It's like the
1: twenties are fight like kind of what what you would say finding yourself or mm. basically making your mistakes in your 20s so many mistakes. <laughs> so many mistakes 100 percent. i think if you spoke to any 29 year old they would it would be really they would agree yeah. with like the amount of mistakes and then 30 i guess you know what you want so that's your decade yeah. to actually so do it and then yeah so what are your plans then with the next chapter are you just like Take it like you'll be taking over the world, won't you? I get uh,
0: She's like, Yes, <laughs> like, yeah, you will. Um, I have a bucket list of things that I want good. to do by the time I get to 40. Right. on the other side, I haven't quite decided that yet. <laughs> right, okay, okay, oh god, okay. Just Having a bucket like, list is a good thing, yeah, brilliant, like, yeah. But it's just a few things that I want to tick off, First. and then when I get to 40, it's like, Right, okay. Then I'm not very, I'm not very good at for overly forward planning.
1: Yeah, like, yeah,
0: yeah. It's like, what do you want to do in five years? Pfft. No, no, no. Next Who knows? year, <laughs> next year I could do like next year. I'm like, do you want like, to do a bit of travelling? Or <laughs> I did a lot of travelling in my twenties. <laughs> you did. Yeah, because you love travelling as well. Oh, obsessed. You've got your pink. What's it? Yeah,
1: pink, pink tart doll, doll blog. In. Yeah, yeah. I love when it. When did you start that? God, I started that blog in 2014, mm-hmm. but I've never put a focus to it. Yep. so i probably could have made it so much more um and i get I actually get a lot of get i get great traffic yep. but what i'm struggling to get is comments so if anyone's listening to this podcast and they can tell me how to get comments because then because you want to get the engagement from the posts yep. but it initially started for me as a wait like a wedding kind of blog okay and then it went on to just lifestyle and then I was thinking to myself, I need a focus. My mum said to me at the beginning, Laura, you should make it themed. And I'm like, no, no, it's just life. It's just life in general. But then I thought to myself, what do you most love in life and travelling is it? Yeah. So that's how it came about. But I need to put more of a focus. I do it and I know that. But then this is obviously the year for it. Yep. If I put a focus on it, it'll it'll get even, it'll grow. Yep. which is And I'd love to eventually be doing contribution to travel magazines and everything like yep. that. But my passion project... It's the Glasgow Girls Club, so yep. that's my that's my main thing. And then get that up and running and then see what other challenges yep. and things come around. So uh, do you have a favourite destination that you've been to? To be honest with you, I'd probably say Australia. So I've been to Australia twice, um, and probably silly for myself, I've only ever done the East Coast. I've done the East mm-hmm. Coast twice. I did different places. Yep. um But why I never went into Uluru, still don't know. Would I love to have gone up to Alice Springs? That's Mm -hmm. up north. Alice
0: Springs, right in the middle. Right in
1: the middle. Darwin. Darwin's up up north. So I'd love to have done that. I didn't do it. But for me, I think it was just the beach life, wasn't it? And and I was in my 20s, so I partied hard. It was just like early beach. It was like, God, it was everywhere. Like, oh, God, I can't even... Surfers Paradise, yep. the wet Sundays. I mean, for me, I think that's almost probably symbolises to me youth, fun. But you've obviously lived there. I mean you live somewhere, it's a completely different kettle yep. of fish because you need to work. Yep. And then that's when you kinda get to know the people and get to know not that I've like I I liked the Aussies or any Aussies that I've met, but I love Asia as well. Yeah. Love Asia. I was in Vietnam in January. Uh, people were amazing. Food was outstanding. Mm-hmm. Not the best of weather, but for me, I'm. I come from a, a descent from a ginger line, so <laughs> I don't really tan anyway. So for me, yeah. I'm not that really that bothered. Um, but no, I just love getting out. I think I did South America, uh, which was actually probably the scariest, but probably the best place. Then. Yeah see the amount of shit that i seen, like guns, people getting mugged, like crazy stuff. Yeah. And I was actually scared because I was with my cousin at the time and we used to like go out and just get steaming and all that and we really stopped drinking and we kept our wits about us, stopped wearing makeup, we didn't want to be appealing in any yeah. way because Latino men are different, very, very different. Um, so that for me probably if I was to say again I would say Australia and South America
0: yep and Asia I can't decide <laughs> there's still so many places I want to go as well where's so. the where's like the main place that's like that's the dream trip to go to that you haven't been to yet I think I would like to do oh god so for just a
1: holiday the Maldives that is a place just I want to go and just lie down yeah Um. but I think my next trip will be with Lee, as obviously sometimes he says, You never mention me. <laughs> uh, so so
0: I th- You'll need to let him listen to this yeah, no. and get 29 minutes in to know that you're
1: going to be do you <laughs> Hi, I'm married. He is my husband. <laughs> A very good one. So, put that in um, So, yeah, I think we're maybe going to do Central America next yep. um, and do Colombia. So, do Colombia and then maybe do Costa Rica. Um, Belize or because I, we're very much guided by people that we speak to yeah so we went to Vietnam because we met a guy in New Zealand who was very very well traveled and we said to him where's your favorite place in the world and he said Vietnam so then we were like right we're going to go to Vietnam yep. and then we met a couple of people recently who have said Colombia is the best place in the world obviously it gets a really bad rate because of you automatically think of cocaine, don't you? Yeah. But, um, yeah, exactly, narcos, <laughs> which I loved. Um, but, yeah, so apparently it's just an absolutely outstanding place yeah. and, you know, these negative views are so unfounded. So I think we're going to do that next.
0: Yeah, I think doing South America when you're travelling with a male partner?
1: It would be night and day. It would be a totally different Oh, experience. my God, it would be night and day. It really would be, uh, yeah, I still kind of... I'm glad to have survived that. I really <laughs> am. We, we did stupid things.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of friends that have been to South America and very mixed, mixed experiences, mixed reviews. Yes. I think sometimes it's just a lot of... What oh, oh, God, totally. But then it's like coming to Glasgow. And <laughs> yeah, that's your the thing. Your experience can be night and day. Oh, and your experience well.
1: can be night yeah, and day. I know, and that's the thing. I would never tar anywhere with a brush. Yeah. Um. I would just say to females that are travelling on their own just be super super conscious and then yeah. but that's anywhere in the world that yeah. that literally is anywhere that's on that's bloody Thai beaches for the full moon you hear horror stories for them yeah. that's you just anywhere you go in the world you need to be mindful and respectful of yeah. people that live there because you would expect the same in return
0: mm-hmm. yeah definitely Definitely. So I'm just very conscious of the time because I know you've got a meeting to go to. Oh, after, oh yeah. God, I've enjoyed I've <laughs> chat to you all day. Chatting to you all day. <laughs> we'll do a part two. two. But, yeah, let's do a part a two. Part a two. yes. So, thank you very much for being on the podcast today. If you've got any wee top tips or anything that you want to share with the listeners, just before you go, top tips. Well, come to
1: Jane for sure because before we had this um, before we started this podcast she's really given me so much food for thought in terms of sort of eastern ways of thinking so 100% Jen um, <laughs> that,
0: I didn't pay her to say that no no not at all not
1: at all for myself I would just love it if you would join the Glasgow Girls Club Facebook group and then connect with me and then you know you never know hopefully I'd be bringing you opportunities through the group yep. uh, and also just yeah, probably just on a personal level, just try and stay positive, and you'll stay positive. Yep. You'll live your best life. But yeah, it's what yep. we've been talking about. Don't yep. worry about the negatives. Just focus yep. on the positive.
0: Well, I'll put the link in the show notes to the Facebook group so oh, that anyone who's listening can just Excellent. easily find that. I would join appreciate us. that. And then so obviously much. all the information when the member site it yeah. gets launched, that'll all be posted in the group Brilliant. as well, thank and then we you. can do a part two. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, <thank laughs>